Welcome to the Newtown Big Dreams Podcast, an interview-style talk show that's your gateway to the fabulous and fascinating people who relocated to start a new life. Whether you're new to our podcast or your city, our fellow neighbors from across Canada, North America, and the entire English-speaking world share their stories of reaching new horizons and big dreams. So sit back and relax as we navigate in-depth and intimate conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, executives, creatives, and anyone who can share their story about their new town, Big Dreams. And now, here's your host, Luke J. Menkes. All right, so I'm here today with Chrissy Robinson. She is a brand strategist with over eight years of experience in helping small business owners strategize their business operations and grow their online presence. Chrissy is recognized and known for her expertise in building and executing strategic content and marketing plans that get results. Now, Chrissy is in Warren, Michigan, which is just outside of Detroit. And uh, today we're going to talk about how to generate more leads and sales by building like, know, and trust with customers. So, Chrissy, welcome to the Newtown Big Dreams podcast. Um, Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. So it's nice to to meet you. And I wanted to first introduce introduce myself to the listeners. I am Chrissy, brand strategist at Color Addict. Uh, We have a creative creative agency and we also do uh, strategy consulting. And so like Luke said, we build those marketing plans, uh, strategic just approach in general. So we're building um, click funnels and all kinds of stuff, which I will get into. But I'm happy to be here and get into this topic. I'm excited. That's awesome. Okay. So your big thing is brand strategy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's based on a concept called know, like, and trust. So tell us about know, like, and trust and why you should care about that. Yeah. So with, with brand strategy, which is honestly something that's really overlooked with new business owners. So what tends to happen is they have a beautiful product or service. And they think nothing about the customer. I just want to help people with this thing, but they're not truly understanding the actual customer and their pain points. So it's important to, from a life note and trust perspective, it's important to make those things really clear and understand the life cycle in which a customer works with you. You cannot jump around these phases. You can kind of push people through quickly, but they still, every single customer has to go through like, know, and trust. Okay. So is it, does it have to be in order? So they got, they have to get to know us first and they get to like us and then they come to trust us. Yep. Absolutely. It is, it does go in order and sometimes you can kill two birds with one stone. Um, But absolutely. And like I said, you can, you can, the, the knowing part or even the liking part is actually like the easiest step, Mm -hmm. Um, which is just like, Oh, they seem nice. You know, it can be, an internal reaction that they have, but in fact, you can kind of fast forward that pretty quickly if you do things right from a visual brand perspective, your messaging, um, making sure that you know who you're talking to. So that's the brand strategy piece of knowing your client, what their problems are, and et cetera. So. Okay. Well, let's go through all three. Uh, let's start with getting them to know you. So how do you get a client or a prospect to get to know you? So the no phase is it's very simple. What you're trying to do is basically so they know that you exist. That's it. 
They know that you exist and that you solve their problems, which is honestly, I, I simplify it, but I do recognize, especially from clients, that it's not that simple. And so it can be doing something like, um, I really encourage people to build something about client profiles. I'm not sure if I mentioned it yet, but take a step back before you even go into doing any marketing, any logos, any anything in your business and take a step back and understand. And I honestly recommend this for any type of business, right? Let's take a podcast for an example. Who are the listeners I am targeting? What do they need to hear? What are they looking um, up on Google? What are the questions that when they're laying in, the, in bed and can't sleep, what are those questions? And how can I be of use to not what are my services, not any of that stuff. A lot of times people spend way too much time talking about themselves and not talking about their clients. So the mm-hmm. first step in that for me always is client profiles, building those out. I have a, um, a you or not YouTube, a um, Instagram live where I talk about really detailed, show an example of them, how they look. So definitely check that out on Instagram at color edit, K-O-L-O-R-A-D-D-I-K-T. It's a full tutorial on how to build those things. I highly encourage them. But with this, you're able to directly talk to them, okay? Because the client profile walks through things like kind of what I've asked. What are they looking for? Where are they looking for you? What What's the pain point, right? What's mm-hmm. keeping them up at night answering those questions? So if you know the answers to those questions, then this is where you get into content marketing. And so you're going to use your content to do one of two things, entertain or inform or both, right? You can definitely entertain and inform at the same time. And so what you're going to do is, let's just say in this podcast, for example, you're going to build a piece of content. Maybe it's, maybe you're targeting um, new podcasters on how to, maybe you'll build a, a content series on all the equipment needed to get started with the podcast, right? Maybe all your podcast topics are about, um, you know, different things you may run into, bringing other podcasters on, kind of a mastermind of podcasters. And so you're going to build content that speaks to them because what are they Googling? How do I get started? What's the best mic? What's the best video? What's the best recording platform? Answer right. their questions. And um, yes, and the thing that I hear a lot is that people are often scared about giving away the secret sauce. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever heard that before. Yeah. Now, don't give away too much. But nine times out of 10, that's the thing that's going to attract them to you. So the mm-hmm. goal of this is to really get them to be able to see who you are and what you do at a glance. And there's easy ways to do it. Super easy yeah. ways to do it. So you've done some videos on Instagram. So we'll put the links to that directly in the show notes so people can find that. That's great. Okay. So once um, a prospect gets to know you a little bit, how do you get them to like you? Like what if they get to know you and they don't like you? <laughs> well, I would say first and foremost, um, if you're truly, if you're purpose driven or even impact driven, your customers will like you naturally because you're going to solve their problems, right? If you're only in it for the money, then of course you're going to come off that way. Mm-hmm. But if you just be authentic, so step one is be authentic. And a really good um, example of this is a lot of times new business owners feel this pressure to talk a certain way, wear a certain thing. Should I wear a t-shirt? Should I wear a button up? Should I be yourself? Because that is where people will resonate with you. And honestly, to answer your question super directly, if they don't like you, they're not for you. Simply put, attract someone else because there are so many types of people in the world. 
who, you know, if you if someone doesn't resonate with you, it just means they're not for you. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean change who you are to try to suit them. Right. Totally makes sense. And you mentioned it's good to be consistent too. Well, how, how does that connect with a person liking you? So, for example, if I had, I like to use Chinese food. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But let's just say I had a Chinese food restaurant and I posted um, a new recipe every week on Instagram. Yeah. And then one day I just stopped showing up. People actually pay attention to that. So pay attention to the last time you made a decision based on someone's website. And you don't necessarily make the decision like I'm going to pay them money, but you do kind of scope them out, right? So pay attention to how you interact with that page. You tend to look at when was this posted? Um, We've all had that experience where we've gone on an Instagram or a website and you can tell it's not been updated. So that's where that consistency piece comes in. No one wants to think that they're going to give you thousands of dollars and you're going to disappear from the earth. You know, like you're never, you're not going to be consistent. You're not going to show up. It just really talks about credibility. Mm -hmm. And it also lets them know that you're about your word. If you say you're going to deliver a recipe weekly, that recipe is going to be there weekly. Yeah. And you can automatically transition that. Automatically start building trust. But <laughs> that's for a bit. You can start to see how being consistent will start to build that relationship. Yeah, 100%. I've gone on so many social media feeds and it looks like it's been years since they posted anything. So it tells me they don't really care about uh, what they're posting about. It's not that important. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And I say as a business owner, really pay attention to that perspective. If you really take yourself out of the business owner into their shoes, you do it day to day. We're all working with businesses on a consistent basis all day, every day, right? right. We're on a platform right now recording a podcast. We're interacting with the business. So if you just take yourself out of the consumer standpoint and look at it from objectively and say, oh, this is how I made this decision, mm-hmm. you'll start to pick up really good marketing and sales strategies that can help you win more clients. Interesting. So you're just saying like, take note of yourself when you're on other people's websites and see how you react and how they make you feel and how quickly you make decisions and so forth. Absolutely. One of my best tips, which is a lot, it's easier said than done, but I tell clients to heighten their level of awareness. Mm. Heighten your level of awareness. Pay attention to the decisions and the thought process you take when you're making decisions because your clients are taking that same. It's not different. They're taking the same steps. You just are evaluating different things. So yeah. if you pay attention to how um, you, you first bought Nike or, or anything, anything you've ever interacted with, if you pay attention to what led you to that decision, mm-hmm. take your clients through that same path. And we call it like delight in marketing. How can you delight the customer? Right. Right. Very true. And uh, as part of getting them to like you, you also have communicate one to one. So what's that? about? Mm-hmm. So this is it's, it's my secret. Sauce. So how I built my business was just building relationships. A lot of people, I should say a lot of new business owners, not people in general, but a lot of business owners, especially new ones, believe they're going to put a post on Instagram out to the world and that people will just gravitate to them and go to their website and check out. And it's just going to be beautiful. But it does not work that way. Mm-hmm. Business has always relied on connection, right? So that's why back in the day, people don't say it as much anymore, but back in the day, it was all about networking, networking, the, how many people you know. Right. And that is the same thing you're going to do on these social media platforms. So what this looks like, it could be 
a DM strategy. I don't mean, for the record, I do not mean go and slam a bunch of people with the same message. What you're going to do is something like if you see someone posted and let's just say you have um, a beard oil. Okay, I don't know. And so let's just say that you see a post and you're like, wow, your beard is luxurious, luxurious. And I just wanted to say I love your content and, you know, I have this thing. You don't have to sell right away, but you can ask a question about something they just recently posted and then get to know them. And then you can say, oh, I have this thing. But don't just jump in people's DMs and start like selling a bunch of stuff. Right. We've learned to ignore that. Right. Yeah. We've learned to ignore sales. Yep. And ask. I spend so, most of my time in email, delete, 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 because I just don't have time, you know? Yeah. And the crazy thing is you don't even read it. There could actually be an opportunity in there, but because it sounds salesy in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? I'm so-and-so from stuffy company who wants to get your money, right? We all know that tone. Yeah. And so I encourage people to be authentic, be people. Don't communicate like a robot. You know, even with my own team, when I'm training them, on how to do sales and even interacting with clients. I'm like, just be you. They're like, how you'd be surprised what people overthink. They're like, how do I say hi? Should I say hello? Should I say hey? Should I say what? <laughs> what do you say to your friends? <laughs> like, this is not something you should be overthinking. So just be authentic. Start a conversation, start a dialogue about something. It doesn't even have to be about your services. Even with partnership opportunities, right? Like, just be yourself. Yep. Makes sense. All right. And once um, a person knows who we are and they like us, then we really need to get them to trust us before they're going to hand over money or sign up for something. Uh, trust is super important because everybody's got yeah. limited time, limited money, and uh, they got to know, like, and trust you. So once they know and like you, how do we get them to trust us? So I'm going to back you up for just a second because you said something and I just want to add on to it. Um, as a business owner, it's very important to not believe that time is definitely limited, but money is not. And I say this and I coach this so much um, because when we're having these conversations to even build trust, if we keep that mindset like, oh, they don't have enough or, you know, oh, you know, it's not, they're comparing me to others. It really does not matter any of that. So it's really important for me anytime I hear things like that. You know, we have to pay attention to the things we're told about money. I appreciate like the that. money sir. Money doesn't grow on trees. That's not true. Money is being exchanged all around us, right? There's Wi-Fi going on. There's, you know, what we're using to stream the platform. You've got headphones. Money is all around you. Yeah. So I just like to always, always hammer that, especially for new business owners, because we can get in this black mindset, which is not helpful. Yeah. Very but good. Thank you. <laughs> to, build, <laughs> to build trust, uh, we build something called social proof. And what social proof is, you can do this through testimonials. Mm-hmm. And so it can be something as just sharing your clients' uh, testimonies. However, I want to give some tips really quickly on which testimonials to share. Okay. Okay. Because you don't just share every single one. You're going to get a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And they're always not good. Sometimes people say, Luke was great. I loved, I loved being on a show. I loved him coaching me. I loved him doing these. That doesn't really help anyone. Does that make you want to buy? Not really. And again, exactly. <laughs> I think it's great, right? Everyone's great. <laughs> but um, if you pay attention, again, high your level of awareness. I mean, when you're on Amazon and you're making a purchase and you're reading the reviews, 
which reviews do you pay attention to? Mm-hmm. You pay attention to the ones that tell a story. Yeah. You pay attention to the ones that have a photo. You pay attention to the ones that have a video. You don't really read the product is great. You don't yeah. care about that. You care about how this changed and transformed someone's life. Even if it's an ink pen, you want to know they write well. You want to know that they last long. You can leave the caps off. Like mine's been off this whole time. <laughs> you want to know these things. And so you want to look for, and to be perfectly honest, sometimes you have to ask questions to get that kind of testimonial because mm-hmm. most people are moving way too fast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where they just, you are great. Thanks. Yeah. But it's you want to pick the what was that? Five stars. Thank you. It was great. It's not. Yes, exactly. Great. Going to work with you again. Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> so you want to get the ones that say something like, when I went on this podcast, it was the most welcoming experience. I felt so welcome. I wasn't nervous. He made me feel at home within myself. He asked really probing questions. You want to go so deep into the story. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I felt liberated. You know, you want to go really deep or at least guide them to go really deep. Don't write your own testimony. <laughs> but guide them to go very deep into the transformation. That is what your clients are looking for. They're not looking for, that's great work. They know you do great work. They can see your great work. They want to know, how will you change my life? Right. So is that the review that you're going to leave for me? It sounds really yeah. good. <laughs> sounds yeah. Really good. So, I would gladly. Something that, that will be great. <laughs> yeah. Anytime someone asks me for a review, I always go above and beyond because I know how important they are. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm never going to fib or lie, but I definitely make sure that I give, I'm really a big proponent of like feedback and continuous improvement. Yes. And so with that being said, I'm always making sure that it is something that is useful and constructive, but also, you know, a good testimonial that actually means something. Yeah. Excuse me, that actually means something. Right. Yep. Got it. Okay. So um, testimonials, and they got to be in depth and really heartfelt and describing a story, not just, hey, that was awesome, but really getting into some details that are going to be relevant to the people reading it. And mm-hmm. uh, you also say, as part of getting people to trust you that uh, you need to follow up and use specific information. What's that about? So let's just say that they like you and they know you and let's say that they have, um, you know, downloaded a lead magnet, which is simply a freebie that you give on the internet to get someone's, we've all done them, right? Right. Sign up for a million newsletters (laughs) and then we unsubscribe and thank you for my free, my free guide. Um, when that actually happens, it's important for you to follow up with them. Or even let's just say that that one-on-one DM. Mm-hmm. Don't just send that, have that one conversation and just completely discard their life, right? You want to have a process of following up, as, not as often, but as necessary. Mm-hmm. So if it's a lead, I like to follow up with leads, depending on where they are in the cycle. There's all kinds of things about the warmth, like the hotness of a lead. But if it's like a warm lead, I'll follow up weekly or bi-weekly. But if it's a colder and I'm just trying to maintain that relationship, which is what we're talking about today, you want to at least try to follow up monthly. Mm-hmm. So let's say in a consultation, the beard guy shared, hey, my beard has been shedding so much. Mm-hmm. And maybe he didn't take action on the link that I sent him. Mm-hmm. I might follow up in a month and say, how's your beard? Are you still having that shedding issue? Mm-hmm. Right? 
it's also a really good tip too to give them um, resources outside of yourself because that shows that you care about them and not your bottom line. So let's just say I recommend that you use rosemary. Please don't use rosemary. I don't know what that does. I'm just making up excuses or examples. Yeah. But let's say I said use rosemary. Hey, Bob, how's that rosemary working? Is it? Are you still shedding? I saw the photo you posted. I'm glad to see you're still being consistent in Instagram. You know, just follow up and use specific information to your conversation. Not, hey, how are you? Not, yeah. you know, hi, remember me? None of that. You just want to use specific. Treat them like a person. Yeah. Like each individual connection is super important and crucial to the success of your business, really. Mm-hmm. Very true. I do that a lot with uh, real estate. So I find like sometimes it takes two, three years before I uh, actually make a deal with someone. But with follow-ups, um, you know, if they say, listen, I've got a problem with my garden hose. It's leaking all over the place. I'm like, I know a great plumber. And I'll send them the contact, right? Then I'll follow up in a month and say, how did that work out? And sometimes they'll say, you know, the guy wasn't as good as I thought. And I'll say, thank you very much for the feedback, you know. Um, usually, it's a great referral because I try to keep a really good, you know, list of people I can refer to. But occasionally, you know, you get some feedback that, you know, was disappointed. And that's good feedback, right? So, And honestly, yeah. If I can cut in for a second, sure. that's also building trust because you're being honest. Yeah. You're saying you're accepting accountability. You know what? I sent you someone and it wasn't that good. And I apologize. Yeah. I will keep that in mind. I hear you and I respect your opinion and your experience. 100%. That's building trust. Yep. 100%. That's great. Okay. So, um, and you also say to show up and do what you say you'll do. So that's kind of um, overlaps with be consistent under getting them to like you. So how is this a little bit different? Like the the trust is built by showing up and doing what you say you will do. Mm -hmm. So this could be either pre-purchase or after. Mm -hmm. So one of the one of the best tips I can tell you is so let's just say that you've met with someone at a consultation, they've now given you a deposit, let's say, of two thousand dollars. You don't want to just disappear, even though it might be a month before you actually produce anything. You want to keep them informed, continue to show up for them, continue to make them feel confident because there's a real thing in sales called buyer's remorse. And we almost experience it immediately. Yeah. We make a big purchase and we're like, oh crap, what's the return policy? Right. So you want to warm them up along the way. Keep them, keep your hand and your pulse on them constantly. Never make them think, oh my gosh, she took all of my money. I'm not going to get for, for for three weeks. Yeah. You know, you want to stay consistent. And and I give examples of going live weekly and doing your blogs and all that stuff. But that's also showing them that you're there. You don't have to necessarily follow up with that client. But if they see you're active, if they see you're doing things, if they see that you're still providing them resources, send them emails. Hey, I saw this blog post. Um, I actually did this the other day with a client. There was a blog post about how to take pictures of your products and she has a jewelry line which is a little bit more complicated to take photos of because they're so small and intricate so many details like hey here's this article you should check this out that's a really easy way you thought of them right we all naturally think of other people when we're reading things yeah. but you never think to go the extra mile and say hey i thought of you this is an email that you might want to look into mm-hmm. that's great so chris um your business now with COVID and stuff, are you doing most of your consultations uh, over Zoom and, and the like, or do you still see people in person? So a lot of my clients, even pre-COVID, were uh, across 
America, really. I have one client in Mexico. Okay. So I was usually doing Zoom anyway, but I do have some local clients here in Michigan. Um, and even seldom do I actually meet with them just because my work is so digital. It's really not necessary. I have some clients that I stay close about it. But, yeah. um, but for the most part, I'm doing things on Zoom. Me and Zoom, we have a love-hate relationship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like most people, we have a love-hate relationship. Um, all of my consulting calls are on Zoom. So yeah. it's very digital what I do. Oh, very cool. So hopefully you'll get some clients in Canada as well. Uh, to add to your Mexican client. Yeah, I would love to be global, right? That's right. definitely a goal for me. We're, sure. we're up here. And uh, we're, our population is about one-tenth um, the United States. So, like, we're population about the size of California. But, wow. uh, yeah, but it's spread out. It's massive, right? So um, three big cities and uh, about, you know, 10, 15 medium-sized cities and a t- bunch of small cities. Okay, California has three big cities, right? Uh, Canada has three huge cities, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. So I'm close to Vancouver, about four-hour drive from Vancouver, up in the mountains. Looks very much like Napa Valley in California. It's all mountains, vineyards, really beautiful. Part of the rock. Yeah. Yeah, you're making me want to move. I'm like, that many people across that large landmass? I'm like, that sounds pleasant. Yeah, really beautiful. I grew up in Toronto, which I think is a four-hour drive from you. It's pretty close. So, okay, yeah, I think it's four hours. A lot of people go there for the weekend. Yeah, time. it's a great city, big city. So, well, that is great. So, Chrissy, um, tell us how people can find out more about your services and get in touch with you. Well, there's a few different things, actually. So one, my Instagram is a great platform for new business owners. It's a ton of free resources there. Um, I tend to, when you're really, really new, I don't I don't recommend that you invest in a whole bunch. I believe in lean business startups. Mm-hmm. So definitely scour the internet for as many free things as possible. And we have tons of free tutorials, um, IG Live, guides for social media, all kinds of stuff. Um, so that's one way. You can also hit me up in my DMs on there. You can also email me, designs at coloredit.com. Or if you're super for me, like, I love this chick, want to work with her, just go to my website, coloredit.com slash book online. Book online has a dash between it. Um, but I'm sure he's going to put that in the show notes. So definitely just click that link and set up some time. That's perfect. Well, uh, Chrissy, that was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. And um, a lot of useful information there for the listeners. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Newtown Big Dreams podcast with your host, Luke Menkes, and his authentic guests. And we love our listeners and hope you subscribe now to learn more about the amazing journeys of our incredible guests who relocated to find a new town, big dreams. And remember, make your dreams big.